Today's daf is Baba Kama Kuf Tezvav. Kuf Tezvav. Back to the um, sugyus of of Yeyush and Gezel, and we continue now at the two dots. Uh, so the Mishnah quoted in my focus, um, if I if my uh, beehive goes into your property and now it's sitting on one of your branches, am I allowed to just chop down your branch and pay for it? Because I can't move the actual beehive because bees won't move that way. They'll just fly away. So that was the Machlokas. So Tanya, so the Brisa quotes uh, a Gemara that we had back in Merubah. Rabbi Shema, the end of Merubah, remember we had the Tentakanis of Yeshua, the Tentakanis of Ezra. So this was in that Gemara. Tanya, Rabbi Shema, Rabbi Nosher, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Omer. Tanya, Bezdenhu, Shia Yori, Lutoch, Sadash, Al-Chavero, the Koti, Soch, Al-Chavero. Right, it was a Tanya, Bezden. Then you're allowed to go into your friend's field and cut the branch, lachatzel nechilo, to save his beehive. Vinotel to me socho mitok nechilo shel chaveiro. And then the um, the uh, the property owner can take payment for his branch from the beehive of his friend, meaning he has to pay him back. Vitznai bezdin, and similarly, a tnai bezdin. We're going to have this in the next mission also. She shofech. Uh, let's say I'm carrying wine and you're carrying honey and your honey breaks and the assumption here is that the honey is more expensive than the wine then I'm allowed to pour out my wine because your ba- your barrel of honey broke and now it's spilling out so I can pour out my wine and catch your honey and I'll get paid from your honey and you'll pay me back same thing in a similar case where I'm carrying wood and you're carrying flax and somehow the flax is getting ruined so I could put down my wood carry your flax and I can get paid from your pishton because based on this Yeshua ben Nun was manchil the, um, the Aretz to uh, to uh, B'nai Israel, right? We mentioned Yoshua and Ezra were both Manchile Eretz. That's why the Utakan is based on um, based on that uh, time period because that's when they needed uh, society to function together. Right in the Midbar, Hakadosh Baruch took care of things, but when they went to Eretz Israel, they needed their own rules. Good. Masdisan says the Mishnah. Let's say I walk into your house and all of a sudden I see my shas on the wall and I want it back. So, and there had been a shame geneva. I mean, people knew I had been robbed. Right? So I walk into your house. People knew I had been robbed. So I'm not choshe that you stole it. But I'm choshe that you bought it from the robber. So says the Gemara, the buyer swears how much he paid for the uh, Svarim, and the, he has to be um, compensated, and Vitol, and then he has to give it back. He's not allowed to keep it, but he doesn't have to give it back for free. Um, that's the case if there is a Shem Geneva Bayir, the Imlav, but if somebody just walks into my house and says it, and there had not been a Shem Geneva Bayir, Lav Kal Menu. So then he doesn't have the power. He doesn't have enough power to say, give me my safer and sell it back to me. Shani Omer. Because I might say, Machem Lachem. Maybe this guy sold it. It wasn't stolen from him. Maybe he sold it. Maybe this guy bought it from him. Right? So you can't force him to pay it back if there was no Shem Geneva Bayir. What happens if my name is in it? What if it says, Mi Sifrei, you know, Lashem Aris Mloa? So is that a Simon Movuk that it was? But still not. Maybe it could have been bought, sold. It's still not a riot. Nobody's arguing here that it wasn't originally yours. The question is whether it's it's um, you, it was stolen or not. Um, the 
Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. Tosfos says on top. Tosfos says this must be uh, second Tosfos. This must be talking about before Yeish. Lefnei Yeish Iri, the Pirush Hakuntras. The Lachar Yeish is after Yeish. Then this Yeish is Shina Rishus, and I don't have to be Machzeret. And then Tosfos says Venira, second line. The Bisvarim Havila Olam Lefnei Yeish. When it comes to Svarim, it's always before Yeish. Shein Regilus Lehisyaish Misvarim. You never give up on a safer. Never give up on a safer. They're always connected to you. You never give up on a safer. And not only from non-Jewish ganavim are you not miyayish from svarim. Like we said before, like they don't require two witnesses, so you'll get it out with just circumstantial evidence. Even by a Jewish uh, strong man, you don't have yayish. Because who's going to sell the shots to? The Sof Yavol Yavoli de Yisrael. Of course, he's going to sell it to Jews. So eventually, there's a chance that you're going to get it back. So you're never misyayish from your svarim. They ain't got to have a mocher mosam rakli Yisrael ula sof chosrin lebaylam. So by svarim, it uh, is only to Jews. The Shem Tzianah here has an interesting ha'ara. He says, what about nowadays in old sefer? We know there are antique sefer collect- uh, collectors, and some of them are not even Jewish. So would the halacha change because people collect old svarim just as a hobby, not because they're going to learn from them? So he has that uh, question whether uh, it would apply uh, or not. There are, uh, again, many chuvas throughout the ages about these types of Questions that came up after World War Two, right? Yesterday, Yom HaShoah. Um, so it comes up where somebody, you know, does people give up hope? That's definitely a shame, Geneva Ba'ir, right? The uh, the Shoah. But is there, was there, uh, do we still say that people weren't Messiahish on their Svarim? Chora, during World War Two, people were Messiahish on a lot of things, right? Uh, the, everything was taken. They weren't they weren't taken to, to, to sell. A lot of them were burned. All of them were destroyed. So that it was a big shayla, but again, throughout the ages, during this tshuva of the uh, of the tashbates, um, about an earlier earlier war, right? and everything was taken, and they burned a lot of things. Uh, so was there yesh there? But again, throughout the ages, there are tshuvas related to um, to these kinds of items. The um, point ha'aras. The Mishnah says, the Mishnah, the Mishnah says that um, um, if you uh, sell the um, <coughs> The, if he wants to save her back, then you shovel a lokeh kamenos of itos. He has to swear. What kind of shvu are we talking about? That the buyer, potential, quote-unquote buyer, has to swear that he bought it and, and, and say what he paid for it. And therefore, the owner, the nignav, has to um, has to pay him for it. So the Ramam quotes here in the Pirish of Mishnah is shvuah daraisa. The shvuah daraisa. It's a real shvuah. It's a real shvuah. In the, um, right? In, 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 um, in Mishnah Torah, he quotes Benikitas Chefetz, holding a safer Torah. So, number one, this is a unique shua. Usually we think, what are the rules usually we mention in Hukha Shuas? There are three types of shua, shua daraisas. They're all nishbav and iftar. So there seems to be an exception to the rule. Shua da, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not sure if he used the lush of shua daraisa. Um, some quote him as a shua daraisa. But if you look in the language of the Rambam, he says, um, yeah, here he says it. Karbiyarnu pa'amayim ki komakam sh'amru b'mishna shvua hi shvua satora. So it's a shvua satora. Usually we say, we think all the Shavuot Daraisas are Nishpah and Niftar. Right? The Ramam quotes elsewhere that there are three Shavuot Daraisas. This must be a fourth. What are the Shavuot Daraisas? Modim and Mixas, 
and Shavuos Hashomrim and Shavuos Eidechad. All those three are Nishba Beniftar. I swear on a Potter. All the whole list in the Mishnah Mesecha Shavuos, those are the Elu Nishban Benotlin. Parak the Elu Nishban. Towards the end of Mesecha Shavuos, Elu Nishban Benotlin. All the Shavuos, we think they're Durabanans. They're Nishba Benotel. Right? We're partners, and I know you took something. I swear, and I take my portion. All the Nishba Benotels. A woman who, th- it was Pogemas al Subasa. We had that in Subas also. Nishba Benotel. So the Ran, the Ran there in Shavuos asks, one minute, if this is a Nishba Benotel, why isn't this on that list? All the Nishba Menotel, that, that long mission that takes up a whole blot, right, in, uh, in Shavuos. So why isn't isn't this on that list? So the Ran answers, this is on the Chafhei Amabez in the Dafei Harif in Shavuos. Why isn't our Mishnah on that list of Nishba Menotels? He says an important lamdis. Yesh Lomar. Ki Hani. All of those on that list, that whole set of Nishba Menotels, de Medina Lohavi Lehulamishkal Klau. What would be the din without the oath, without the shvua? Would there are two two things, two ways you could say it. You shouldn't take at all, but Chazal were makel on you to swear, and therefore you could take. Or you should take without the shvua, and Chazal were machmer on you to swear before you take. So which is it? All those on that list, says the Ran, are cases where you shouldn't take even with a shvua, and therefore Chazal say, you know what? We're makel on the person to take a shvua and be able to take it. Aval Hanu, the ones not on the list, the Medina Islo Lamishka below Shvua. Elashachamim Mechmiralem Lishava Valito Lokachashif. Umakar Kalev is Svarv Biaracher, Nami Medina Nota below Shvua. He should be able to take with that. He has the object. He's the Muchzak. So if he says it's worth a hundred bucks, he should be able to take it, the hundred bucks. He shouldn't have to swear about it. He has the rise on his side. That's a very important run. The run on Shvuas, by the way, by the time we'll get to it in a, in a year or two, run on Shvuas is unbelievable. The Ran on Shavuos, the Rashban Shavuos, again, Shavuos is a very, it's an underrated, underappreciated Masechta. You know, in the, uh, it's becoming more and more, they learn in the yeshivas, but, you know, the Babas and Sanhedrin and Nazik is Makis, but Shavuos, the second half of Shavuos is uh, in the middle, Shavuos Ha'edah, Shavuos Mikadon, all of those are really, really Lamdash Masechtas, Lamdash uh, Sugyas. Okay. Um... <laughs> there are no overrated masechtas. Um, okay, it's underappreciated. There's nothing, uh, nothing wrong with it, right? Um, okay, just the uh, to end off. Also, just one other ha'ara. Tosfos, the last two lines of this Tosfos that we read, also quotes that some suggest why isn't the um, why isn't the Bailim, the original owner, believed to say that, you know, it's mine without uh, the, and maybe to counteract the uh, the Shavuah because he has a Migu if it's something that's usually, actually, you know what? Let's wait till we do the Gemara on this and then we'll come back to that Tosis. Uh, so let's go f- uh, first on the Gemara. Says the Gemara, What was the whole Mishnah? That if I recognize Kalim or Svarim in your house and there was a Shem Geneva Be'ir that, you know, that people heard that I was robbed, so then I'm going to be able to get it. But so what? Even if people heard that I was robbed, my Havi. Maybe I sold it and now I'm having second thoughts. Maybe I'm the one that's being motzi the shame that I was robbed. I'm, going, I'm making up the whole story. So how do you know why should that be good enough? No, what happened? It was during the night. People came during the night. And I started, got it up and started screaming during the night. I've been so long. I run out of my house. And my neighbors all come out and they say, what happened? I'm like, didn't you see? I say, didn't you see them? They ran away. They took my stuff. So maybe I made up the whole thing. So that's why, um, I'm sorry. That's the next line. 
So says the Gemara. So maybe that's what he did. So the Gemara says Kolshkei Nilamasa. Maybe he made that up too. Maybe he ran out of the house in the middle of the night because he know he sold something last week. He's going to want to get it back. So therefore, he makes up this whole story about being robbed. So the Gemara says no. If Kahana Masayim Bavashvi the Rav, he also has to have this. There was a tunnel that was tunneled out of his house. People who were sleeping over in his house, Yatsu, they went out of that tunnel. They had knapsacks on their back, full of stuff. And they were going out of the tunnel, and the guy starts screaming then. That's pretty uh, pretty strong evidence. And people were saying that, you know, uh, so-and-so's Caleb was stolen. Says the Gemara, still... Fine, maybe it was things were stolen, but maybe he's adding on things that were not stolen. Maybe he sold an old safer that he wants back. So They also say Svarim. The Shmuel was that the Kalim and the Svarim. They could see the bulges in the knapsack, what exactly was being taken. Still, you can't be know exactly. Maybe, you know, small pocket-sized additions were taken. And um, he's claiming that his big, his uh, right, his big shas was taken. No, they say which svarim were taken. Sefer ploni ploni. So well, very limiting this halacha about shame geneva ba'ir. That it's only in this case is he going to be believed where there was there was specific witnesses and the shmuah that specifically this was taken. We'll get to getting rid of this limit in a minute also. Okay, maybe now it was old and he's being toy new. Now this is the opposite. Old ones were are worth more. So Amarav could go into Amri, Okay, it was very exact exactly what was claimed. Period. Says the Gemara one minute. Do we have a Rav Hachi? Rav is explaining our whole Mishnah. Does Rav really agree to this whole thing? Rav, but didn't Rav say in Meseches Sanhedrin? Right. We know there's a halacha called Rodef. Rodef, meaning if I am Rodef after if Reuben is Rodef after Shimon, and he um, he is chasing after him, so Shimon is allowed to kill him. That's one halacha called Rodef. We also know there's a halacha called Kinlei B'Dravamine, which we've discussed many times. If I'm Chayiv Misa at a certain moment, and at that moment I'm also Chayiv Mamon, I'm Pater on the Mamon. We discussed a few days ago about Knas. Does it apply to Knas? But if it's Mamon for sure, if I shoot an arrow, and at the second that it crosses over on Shabbos, from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, it cuts through your shirt, which is on a clothesline at the Gvul, so I'm Pater. Why? Because that's at the same exact second, I'm Pater on the money. So there's a halacha called Kinlei B'Dravamine, there's a halacha called Rodev. Says the Mishnah in Sanhedrin, an amazing Chiddush. You put them together. Rodef also creates a situation of Kimle B'dravimine. If I'm Chayev Misa at a certain moment, not from Hashem, but because you could kill me, if I break Kalim at a time when I am Rodef, I'm Potter on the Kalim. That's what the Mishnah says in Sanhedrin on Daf Ayin Base. So this Rav is commenting on that Mishnah, where the Gemara says, the, um, the, uh, Mishnah says there that Ro- Kinley applies to Rodev, and then Rav comments, Baba Machteres, if I'm Baba Machteres, the case of Machteres is the case of Rodev. I am ch- uh, tunneling into your house in order to steal your items, and the Torah assumes that if I am tunneling into your house, if I would meet the Balabayas, I would defend myself and even kill him, so therefore he's allowed to kill me, unless he's my son, Right, so then the Torah says, right, in Zarcha, Shemeshalov, but if it's just a regular case, as a student of Rodev, so in the Machteris, let's say I stole something while I was in the Machteris, when, while I'm, I have a chi of Rodev on my head, the Yatsa, Pater, I'm Pater on those Kalim. My time up, Why my Pater? Because I was Kona them with my blood. Right, Bidami Kaninu. 
right? Meaning with my rotif. So you see, you're all potter. So Rob's giving this whole kimta in the Mishnah that it's a machteras, and that's why you're going to be able to get the kalim back. What do you mean? You can't get the kalim back. If it's a case of machteras, so then Rob says it's a case of rodef. And therefore, Rav holds Bedami Kaninu. So you wouldn't be able to get the Kalim back. There are two versions of that Gemara. Would Rav say this even if the Kalim are still there or only if they're not there anymore? But uh, the Maskana is even if they're there. So says the Gemara. So how could Rav explain our mission like this? Shouldn't there be a total Ptur? So the Gemara says, Hani Milita Kaninu, Bedami Machteres. No, no, no. That case is different. That's a real case of Rodev over there. Why? To make Kara Masanaf. She looked Tala. There he's, the Torah assumes that he's going to be Moser Nefesh to the death. Right, in order to be killed or to kill. But he is different. Here they were not Moser and Ephesh Lakhtala. Why? What's the difference in this case? So there are a couple of answers given by some of the Achronim. The Imre Shmuel suggests that here they are people who slept over in his house. So they're sleeping and they went in. They, tunnel they, they tunneled out, but they tunneled in. So if they tunneled in, that they tunneled in, says the Imre Shmuel, if they would be caught, they could probably come up with an excuse. What they're doing in the bedroom of the landlord. Oh, I my my something wandered in here. I got lost. I sleepwalked something. If they weren't in your house to begin with, they can't make up the excuse. But here they could probably. You could assume they don't want to kill the guy. They're, right there, he's the, he's their guest. There is guest, and you could assume they could come up with some excuse. So here they weren't most in Ephesus Tala, so therefore it would not it would not um, it would not apply. Um, or another answer given by one of the Achronim is that by a regular case of Machteres, I think I have no idea what the Balabais is. I have no idea. So therefore, I have my guard up, and if I happen to see him, you know, I'm going to take care of business. But if I'm sleeping in his house, I think he's sleeping. I know he sleep. I know he went to the room. He went to sleep in his room. So I have no das or chash that he's going to get up. So you can't assume that I'm going to try. I'm going to ki- that I have in mind to kill him. Because I think he's sleeping. I'm not such a such a chaya uh, that I'm going to I'm going to try to kill him if he comes out. I assume that he's sleeping. That's why I'm taking this chance. Either way, this case is different, and therefore it wouldn't be you w- it would not be a case of of rodif. Fascinating case in general to uh, to discuss. And this is the maskana. And this is the maskana. That's that what? Well, we have one more line. Amarava. Lo shanu. When do all these limitations apply? By somebody who usually sells these types of items. But if it's something that, if it's a balabayas that usually does not sell these types of items, let's say you know somebody who keeps everything. Keeps everything. We know some of these, those people whose basements look like, uh, you know, they, you know, from years past, they have olds, this, all that. So if it's somebody who never sells anything, then you don't have to have all of these requirements. Rashi says on top, to name a safer plony plony. Actually, Rashi only knocks out one of the limitations. You don't have to say that it was so-and-so safer. The Gra quotes the Rambam. The Rambam says, you basically don't need any of these limitations. If I'm, if people know, there's a shame Geneva ear, and, you know, and this is, this is uh, and I say it was stolen, and it's, seems to be mine, then you don't have to have all these limitations. Vidilma Israchle Luzuze Vizavan. Sorry? Well, he didn't. Need, well, you don't need the tunneling out then in this right. case, according according to the Rambam. Right. Vidilma Israchle Luzuze Vizavan. So Gemara says, what do you mean? Maybe he, maybe he still lied. How do you know for sure? Maybe he sold and now he needs the money back. The Gemara says, I'm Ravashi, but countering that, it's a little shash that he wanted to sell it, so it's a little shash knocked down for the Shem Geneva. Period. The um, Tosfus now, getting back to that Tosfus that I mentioned on the Mishnah, Tosfus um, discusses why don't we believe 
the um, the uh, the buyer with a migu that he could have said, uh, Why shouldn't we assume that maybe they were borrowed or rented out? Right? Why don't we say that could have happened? So the, the Rishonim here discussed, and the Muki Yosef discusses it, uh, the sukya of migu de ha'aza. Does a person have a migu to say, oh, I could have said something better if what I if if I would have said that it would have been ha'az, it would have been mayas, it would have been brazen. The person would have known that I would have, that I was lying. It's a better claim, but if would I say it in front of somebody who knows that I was lying? So we had this over Yantif. We didn't uh, we didn't have shear on this, but we had this best and based on Yantif in the Mosman Mixas Sugyas on Daf Kuf Zayin, the little Daf, the little Amud Kuf Zayin and Aleph, the Migu de Ha'aza. So some some of the Muk Yosef here asks, um, maybe we, there's no. There's no migu in this case that he could have said that they were borrowed or rented out because it's a migu to ha'aza because the guy knows that he was he was um, he was he is lying. The achronim, the shach, and this is a much discussed in the achronim. The shach says migu to ha'aza works for mumminus but not by shvua, and that's why it's not going to work here. But in a mumminus, migu to ha'aza would work, but for a, to be poter from a shvua, migu to ha'aza wouldn't work. And the question is, what's the star for that? Migu to ha'aza means. Amigu, meaning I have a better claim that I didn't say, so believe me for the claim that I did say. But the other claim, I would have been mayas. So therefore, maybe I wouldn't have said it. So does Miku Da'aza work? So the, again, the Shach says it works for Dini Mamanis and not for Ashua. So what's the svar for that? So just to mention one of the Achronim Rebbechanan. Rebbechanan says in Baba Basra, in Simon Chav Zayin, Rebbechanan made Migu famous. Let's just say one of the, one of the, the, the Achronim who made Migu famous. Two understandings of Migu. Why does Migu work? So the pasht is, why does Migu work? Because I'm probably telling the truth. If I say a worse claim, and I could have said a better claim, it's probably because I'm telling the truth. That's the klotz kasha of, you know, so if you know the halachas of Migu, you'll always say the worst claim. Okay, not for now. But um, but that is, that's, that's one claim. If I say the worst claim, it must be that I'm telling the truth. A. B, the other claim is, says, that's called the anansadi. The Rebbe Khan says the other claim, which he calls koachataina, and that is, no, it's not that dafka we think you're telling the truth. But it's a dinah Torah that if you could have said a different claim, we give you the power of that other claim. Even if there's a reason that maybe you wouldn't have said the other claim, but we give you, if you had another claim to say, we give you that reason. So says Rabbi Hanan, Migu da Ha'aza has two, the second Havana, but not the first Havana. Migu da Ha'aza doesn't have, you know, the, you're about to tell the truth because you didn't want to tell the, say the other claim. Because the other guy knows you're telling the truth and you wouldn't lie in front of somebody who knows you're, telling, you're lying. But it has the it's still a migu, so it has koachataina. So for mamanis, you need a you need anansadi, you need to be known to be telling the truth in order to be mosi mamon. But for but for shvua, you don't need that. For shvua, you just need koachataina. There's more of a formal din to pata from a shvua. That's why migu da'aza works by dinim uh, does not work by dinim works by dinim mamanis. It does not work by the uh, has the chiluk by dinim mamanis and and shvua. Either way, that's rabbi Khanan, and we have to move on. Why, why, why does the uh, why don't we send the Lokeach back to the Mocha to collect the money? Why does the Why don't we send the Lokeach back to the Mocha? Because we don't know we don't know who the Ganav is. He got it from somewhere. He got it from the Ganav, Lachara. So. Oh, where he is? Go back to the Mocha. Yeah, Go back so, to the. Why does the Nikah so, the, so actually, the Gemara is going to talk about it actually now. Whose responsibility it is? So it might relate to the previous Gemara. Let's see. Itmar. Let's say somebody steals and sells, and then the Ganav is recognized. So. Who does the original owner now go deal with? Does he go straight to the buyer? And then does he tell the buyer, give me my object, you want to get paid for it, go back to the Ghana and get paid? 
or does he have to deal with the Ganav himself? Does the original owner have to deal with the Ganav himself? So, Rabbish Vedra Pchia Amar Hadin Im Harishon. The din is with the Rishon, meaning the din of the Balabayas. His Tfiya is with the Ganav. The buyer is not his Baldin, and if he wants to take it from him, if he wants to take it from the buyer, he's got to pay him for it, and then go get paid back from the Ganav. Uh, that is Rob's, that's Rob Shita. Rabbi Yochanan, I'm sure the Rabbi Yani, Amar, I didn't have No. The din is with the Shani, meaning the Balabayas just goes to the buyer and gets, gets it, and then the buyer has to go back to the Ganav. Now the Gemara says, we are going to have four different Pshatim of the Machlokas. That's really what the Machlokas is about. So Amar of Yosef, the first Pshat is that there's no Machlokas. Um, here we're talking about before Yeush, Rabbi Yochan is talking about before Yeush and then So then the object is still directly connected to the owner. The Volkeach is considered somewhat of a Ganav, therefore the buyer could go, the owner could go straight to the Shani. Kamlaachar Yeush, Rav was talking about after Yeush. So then Adim Namari shown, if it's after Yeush, then he has to go back to the Ganav to do dealings with, because it's his. He has Yeush and Shini Rishus. The buyer gets to keep it. And both opinions hold like Rafhista, who we had at the beginning of our Perak, who held before Yeush, he could go to either. Before Yeish go to either, because they're both considered Ganavim. Number one. Armalei Abaya Valopligi. There's no machlokas between these shitas. One minute. I'll give you a case which is similar to before Yeish, and there's a machlokas. Hamatnas Kahuna, Kilifna Yeish, Dami Upligi. What about cases of Matnas Kahuna? What's Matnas Kahuna? We know that we actually learned it last week. One of the 24 Matnas Kahuna is whenever I shecht an animal. Chulun. It's not a carbon. If I shecht a chulun animal, I have to give part of that animal to the Kohen. The Zroa, the Lachayim, and the Keva. I have to give that to the Kohen. Let's say I don't. Let's say I sell an animal inclu- and I included the Zerolachim in the cave. I didn't give it to the Kohen. What's the halacha? Ditznan. So the Mishnah says in Mesechus Chulin. That's the Perak. In Perak Zroah, which has all the halachas. Ditznan. Omar lo. If somebody sells, says to me, Macharli me'el shel para, sell me the innards of your cow. Vahayibahen matanos. And the matanos guna were in there. I mean, I didn't take it out to give to the Kohen. And then I'm found out. So what's Falacha? So notice so the question is, were the Matnas Kahuna included in the price of the sale? So, notes on the Kohen, so I have to give it to the Kohen, right, that he gets the Zerolachim the Keva, but in Stama case, if I sold it, I could, I could assume that it was not included in the sale price, because I knew it was eventually going to go to the Kohen. But but obviously, if he paid by weight, so then, then he gives it to the Kohen, and then he's got to deduct that, meaning because you have to assume that there it was the, it was included in the price because he did it by weight, and the Zerol and the Keva were included in the weight. The Yama Rav, and what does Rav say about this case? When does he have to the, the buyer has to give it back if he actually did the weighing? So he took part in the in the in the taking of these matanos. But if the butcher himself weighed everything and then he gave it to me, so then I did a matavach. Then you got to go to the Rishon. you got to go to the Tabak. So you see Rav holds is a case similar to before Yeush, and you only could go to the Rishon. So you see that uh, this is Machlokas even before Yeush. So Gemara says, Ema afa de af din matavach. No, what he means to say is you can even go to the Rishon. You can go to both. matanos kahuna enonigzalos the Bachshanes do. No, you might have said that Manas Kahuna are not, not sto- are, can never be stolen. Wherever they are, they belong to the Kohen. And therefore, you have to go to the Shani, because wherever they are, that's your object. Kamash Mulan, that's the Chiddush You could even go to the Rishon, to the Butcher. Ula Abaya, Damar Pligi, but my Pligi, but Abaya again argued. Abaya said, no, they're arguing. You see, from this Brisa, Mishnah Manas Kahuna, that they're arguing. What are they arguing about? But they're Rav Chizda. They argue about Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda's din about Lifnei Yehush. Could you go to both? 
Okay, so far we have two. Rav Yosef says they're not arguing. The chilik is before or after Yeish. Abayi says they are arguing. They're arguing about the dinner of Chizda. Number three. Rav Zvidalmar Kigon. What happened? Ruvain stole something, and then he sold it to Shimon, and then the original owner has Yeish. Yeish occurs after the Shinui Rishus, after the Ganav sold it. That's when Yeish takes place. And the Machlokas is, does that work? Does it make a difference? Does the order make a difference? We've discussed this in the past. This is one of the Nafkaminas between how to understand Yesh and Shini Rishus. The Ksos says this is the <laughs> Nafkamina. And it's a Machlokas we show him how we Paskin also. The Rambam says it can have um, any order. Either or is fine. And the Rush holds that it has to be in this order specifically. Yesh first and then Shini Rishutz. What's the Machlokas about? So it says the Ksos. If you say the order is crucial, like the Rush, like the Ramban, you know why? Because really, Shini Rishus is, is, um, is what removes the problem of Isura Asiliyade, and Yeush is really the Kenyan. So then it has to be in a specific order, because if you get it before the, the Yeush, so then it's Isura Asiliyade to you too. So therefore, the order makes a difference. If you say they're both konet together, says the Ksos, that's the sheet of the Rambam, then it shouldn't make a difference what the order is. They each take care of different things, and the order shouldn't make a difference. Um, good. Rav Papa Amar, number four. What's the Machlokas about? Everybody agrees that the object goes back to the owner. That's agreed upon. What's the Machlokas about? The Machlokas is about Takana Sashuk. What's Takana Sashuk? Takana Sashuk means if I buy something, and I don't know if it's stolen or not, I'm in the market. I buy something. So, did the Chachamim in certain cases made a Takana that if it turns out that what I bought was stolen, I'm going to get paid for it. People are going to be scared to buy things. The whole society won't be able to function. So there's a takana sashuk that if I buy something and then the original owner comes and says, you know what, that's my object, the original owner has to pay me for it and he deals with the ganif. That's takana sashuk. So, do we, did we make takana sashuk? So Rav Amar, Rav holds hadinim arishon. When Rav said the din is with the rishon, what does that mean? Dina dolokeach. The din of the lokeach, the buyer, is delishko zuzumi ganav, to take money from the ganav. And there is no takana um, sashuk in that case. The buyer has to go back to the ganav. That's what it means, din of arishon. The din of the lokeach is with arishon, not the din of the, ga- the, the owner. So therefore, and there's no takana sashuk there. What does that mean? Din of the lokeach, the buyer gets paid by the original owner who's taken the object back. We've had before in Babakama, famous bandit. Chanan Bisha stole something, and he sold it. Also, the Kamadir of Huna, he came in front of Huna. And Huna told the person getting it back, you know, be shari, be matir, give your mashkon. Meaning, you gotta pay for it. Meaning, there is Takanas Ashok. There's Takanas Ashok that the original owner who's taking it from the buyer has to pay. And then, um, he has to go back to the Ghana and get his money back. So the Gemara answered, no, shiny Chan and, and Rafun is a Talmud of Rav, so wouldn't he hold like Rav? So shiny Chan and Bishi is different. Kiva delekel shlumi minei kolohukar dami. No, Chan and Bishi is such a strong man, you're never going to get anything back from him. So therefore, it's as if the Ganav is not Hukar, you don't know who the Ganav is, and that's why you have to pay. 
even that's why the original owner has to pay. The whole machlokas about the sugar knot is if you know who the ganav is, but if you don't know who the ganav is, of course you have to pay for it. Period. The uh, Yan Malachi, one of the encyclopedic works on um, on the Gemara, quotes uh, many cases, and Rabbi Kiva Eger also here quotes it in the Gilead Nashas, many cases where the Gemara assumes that Talmidim who are talking must be talking, b'shem their Rebbe, even though they didn't say their Rebbe by name. So the Yan Malachi, called Talmud to Kamer Shmaitza Mishmei the Rebbe, Meheminon Lei V'chashuv Ki'ilu Nafach Mipuma de Rabbi Bahadeh. It's as if he said from his Rebbe, even if he didn't say B'Shem. Right? Because what happened here? Here they say, Rav said that, but Rafuna said otherwise. What do you mean Rafuna said otherwise? Rafuna was his Talmud. But his Talmud, and therefore, you could ask from one to the other. Ask the Minchas Alazar. If you haven't never looked in the truth of the Minchas Alazar, the Minchas Rebbe, it's fascinating. It's a bucky nifla, quoting everything. But then it's also a very interesting sugya. So in Chelud Dalas Simen Vav, he has a tshuva where someone asked him about the halachin shulchan aruch about not arguing on your father, not contradicting your father. But he asked, there were 46 places in Shas where I'm a Raimatanam arguing on their father. This is what my father says, but I say this. Or I'm machri, I hold like this, I'm already not like my father. Shibbing Amliel, Rebbing Amliel, all throughout Shas you have this. So, so what is it? And the. Um, so he quotes, uh, looking Baba Kama, and the same thing would apply with the Talmud and the Rebbe. A Talmud and the Rebbe have the same Allah as a father and a, and a, and a son. So is a Talmud allowed to argue on a father? Let me ask you, says, says uh, Ben Chazalazar. What about the Rashbam and Rabbeinu Tam on Rashi? Right? They, they're, they're grandfather, right? There's also Kavit Kavit Saba, and they argue every other page in Shas. Right? All the, all the Baliatosvas. So that's what his whole truth is about. So there he quotes Argamar about Rafuna the Talmud of Rav. So Gemara assumes, yes, why could a Rafuna argue on Rav? It was his rabbi, you're right, but maybe he's arguing. The Gemara says, I, how could it be? So the Gemara, he's, it must be that this was the question of the Gemara. Would he argue? L'chore, he loves his rabbi. Can he? He can if he wants to, but L'chore, he loves his rabbi. So that's why he wouldn't argue on on him. Period. We started late. Amarava. Imganav, a first time who also bought Takanas Ashuk. Rava says, though, if he's a famous Ganav, they didn't make Takanas Ashuk. Why? Because the buyer should have known not to take it. But Chanabisha, the first time who also bought Takanas Ashuk, what do you mean Chanabisha is famous and they made Takanas Ashuk, as we just saw? Nehidim, a first time, Libishusa, Lugnevus, Lumba, first time. He's a famous bad guy. Who says he's a famous Ganav? He's just a famous wicked man, right? We had earlier in the Masech that he hit people. He hit people on the ear. Itmar, Ganavupar, Bachovo, Ganavupar, Bekefa. What happens if I steal something and then I repay my loan with it? Or I pay off credit with it. Lo Those kind of cases, I didn't make takanas ashuk. Again, what's takanas ashuk? Where if the original owner comes to me, I bought it from the ganav. Does he have to pay me for it? He, if this takanas ashuk, he has to pay me for it. So you didn't make takanas ashuk in these cases where I used it to pay up a loan or credit, and then the original owner goes to my creditor and says, "Can I have my object back?" Why? They didn't lend me or give me a credit with specifically this object in mind. So the rule is going to be in the next six lines. If I didn't have the specific object in mind, then there's no takanas ashok. That's going to be the rule. But if I gave a mashkon for a loan of 100 and the mashkon is worth 200, then there is takanas ashok. Because you know what? There's a good chance that he only gave me the loan because he got this specific security and he would want to keep the security. That's what he thinks. 
shava b'shava, but if it's a mashkel that's worth exactly as much as the loan, that's not as unusual as usual. So therefore, there's a machlokas. Amar Amar Lo Asabat Tekanas Hashuk, Matzusha Amar Asabat Tekanas Hashuk. Zvina shava b'shava. What if I sold something? Exactly equal, meaning I bought something and I paid for it with the with the chayfet sakanov. Also bought sakanas hashuk. That is sakanas hashuk. Why? Because the buyer specifically wanted that object. So when the gun, when the original owner comes and takes it from him, he has to pay for it. That's the takana. Shava may have a masan, but if I bought something and I overpaid for it, so do I say that I just overpaid because I really wanted it, or do I say that I basically gave you a matana? You gave me a matana, I gave you a matana. How do you look at over, overpaying for something? Rav Sheish is Amar, lo asa ba takana zashuk. Rav Amar, asa ba takana zashuk. The hilchas of bekulu, asa ba takana zashuk. The luck is we always have takana zashuk, levar, except for mikana bepar bechobo, gana bepar bekefo, except in the case of credit or loans, because there, when he gave you the loan or credit, he had no object in mind. So therefore, there must not be a takana zashuk in that case. Next, Avimi Bar Nazi Chamod Ravina Have. Avimi Bar Nazi was the father-in-law of Ravina. Masik Gabar Abba Somebody owed him four zuz. What happened? All of a sudden, the next day, the guy who owes him four zuz brings him a coat and says, "Here, it's worth four zuz." Gone up Glima Asyaniyale. He stole a, a coat. He gives it to him, and then Osfei Abba Zuz Yachrini. Then he buy he, buy, he borrows another four zuz. So the question is, was this coat a payment for the original four zuz? Or is it a security for the next four zuz? That's what's unclear. So the sofu Kuragana, then eventually the Ghana was was recognized, and the, and the original owner came to Avimi to collect. And now the question is, does he have to pay Avimi for the stolen object? So Asla came to Ravina, they came in front of Ravina. What Ravina says the Amshar Shlomo? That's his son-in-law. What do you mean? How can you go? How can you go to his son-in-law for a dintare? He's related to him. So it must be you're allowed to go to a Gadol Hador great rabbi, even if he's related, if you're if you're Makabal and he's the greatest dayan. As the Amshar Shalom says, that you're allowed to do. So he came in front of Ravina. Amar, Ravina replies, Kamoi, the first four Zuz, That's just repaying. Uh, Ravina is going to say that really the cloak was on both, on both sets of four Zuz. So regarding the first four, that was just a regular loan at the beginning, and now he's paying you back with it. So that's a regular case of Ganavopar Bachovo, where there is no Takanas Hashok. But but the second set of four, the second set of four, that's a mashkon. So that's a mashkon. So you get paid for it. You have to give it back, but you could take your zuz for it. One minute. Maybe the glima was just for the first four, and it's a purely paying back a loan, and therefore there's no takanas hashok. Maybe the the glima has nothing to do with the second four. Just like he lent them originally without getting a mashkon, so do you lend them the next four without getting a mashkon? So Igalgu Milsi Matal Kam Derbiavo eventually came in front of Rabbiavo. Omar he says Hilchazak Rav Cohen, yes. Rav Cohen is correct, and Avim uh, Ravina is not correct, and therefore he doesn't get paid back anything. There's no Takana Sashuk. Next, Nirsha, Gan of Sifra, a Nirsha'a. Somebody from Nirsha, right? Nirsha a Nirsha Gan of stole a safer. Zamni La Papuna Bitamin Zuze. He sold it to a Papuna uh, person for eight hundred Zuz. And then that person, Azal Papuna, Azabni Labar Machuza, the Mayav Esra and Zuze. He sold it for 120 Zuz. So it was stolen, then it was sold for 800, sold for 120. So Fukura Ganav, and then the Ganav was figured out. And now the buyer, the original owner, wants to get his, his safer back. 
So Amr, by Elazel, married the Sifra, so the owner of the Sefer, Vyavle Labar Mechuzah, should go to the last guy and pay him, Tim Nezuzi, pay him the original amount that was the uh, sale price. Vishokal Sifra, he pays it 800 and takes the Sefer. Vyazabar Mechuzah, and the last buyer goes back. Vishokal Arbanmi Papuna, and takes 400 from the Papuna man, and then the Papuna man has to go back to the Ganif. So Moscow Rava, one second. Hasha Lokech mi Ganav as Botakanas Ashok. Lokech with Lokech mi boy. If somebody buys it from a Ganav, we have Takanas for him. So surely if you buy it from a from a, a totally kosher person. So Elamarava, this is the halacha. Lazelmari de Sifra Vyavle Labarmi Khuzameva Estrin Zuze. The original owner of the safer has to pay full price to the last guy, one twenty. The Shakal Sifra and take a safer, the Lazelmari de Sifra Vlishkalabarmi Punav Tamimi Narsha. And then he has to go back to the original people. If the earlier people in the process and get paid up from them. But the the last guy gets the Takana, gets Takana Sashuk, and therefore he gets all of his money. Period. Says the Mishnah. We had this Mishnah more than once already. People are walking, barrel of wine, a jug of Dvash, then I see your barrel of honey breaks. Bishavach says, Yeno, so I pour out my wine, but he tells the Dvash Lotokhun, I save your honey because honey is worth more. The Gemara assumes, Mr. Assumes, Ainlo Elisharo. I don't get paid, says the Mishnah, for all of my wine because nobody asked me. He didn't ask me to, to save it, so I'll get paid for like a worker. I'll get paid for the, the my tircha, but I'm not going to pay to get paid for my all my my all my assets. But Amar But if I say, you know what, I'm going to save this as long as you pay me back. When I make it like a tznai, the chayvliti lo, then obviously that works, right? What's the chiddush here? Of course, you can make any tznai. The answer is, I'm basically saying I don't want to go with dimishur sadin. I want to go din. So that works. You're not obligated to go lefnim mishur sadin. Hence, lefnim mishur sadin. Um, case number one. Case number two. The river is coming in, and my donkey and your donkey are both getting drowned. Your donkey is worth more. And I go see my friend's donkey. Again, I only get paid for my tircha, not for my donkey, because nobody asked me to do this. I'm being a good Samaritan, but, you know, if I risk something, you don't have to pay me for it. But if I made the Tznai, then I would have to get paid for it. Tosis earlier in Dafnun Ches asked, why is this different? Here you get paid um, for it, but we have the case of Mavriach Ari, Minich Zechavero. Mavriach Ari, you get paid zero. If, you, if there's a lion, I shoo away the lion from my friend's property, I get paid zero. Here you get paid something. What's the difference? So Tos was there, and Dr. Ches said, Mavriach Ari, the Nezek is not as Vadai going to occur. Maybe the lion's going to turn around. Here is Vadai. The honey's dripping out. Here the, the donkey is getting drowned. So therefore, it's more Vadai clear that it's going to be a Hefzid, and that's where you get paid something. Ask the Gemara Yamai, One minute. Why don't you get paid everything? Why don't I say that your honey is falling on the floor? You're losing your honey. It's Hefker, right? It's Hefker is lost. So when I save it, it should be my honey. And therefore, if I get paid for it, so I should get paid full. You lost your honey. You lost your donkey. Your donkey is in the water. So why isn't it Hefker? Milo, Tanya, didn't we learn that when something is lost, when something is about to be lost, it's on its way to be lost, it's automatically Hefker already? Where do I see that? From the following. I am carrying wine and oil. Let's say I'm, I'm carrying wine and oil, and I see that they're breaking. Lo Yomar, at that moment, I'm not allowed to say, All of this is trumas and maestros and everything in my house. Oh, it was lost, I I'm not allowed to do that. I can't say, I can't do that. Why? Why doesn't it work? 
says Rashi, because it's Hefker. It's Hefker, and you can't take two Mr. Maestros on a Dover Shall Hefker. So you see, when something is about to be lost, it's not yours anymore. So, You know why it works in our Mishnah? Because in our Mishnah, it's not that the honey is totally lost. It's dripping out slowly. There's a netting around it. So that's why it's not like the other case. So just like Rabbi Yirmi said that elsewhere, Fine. Is that, and there's a big discussion about Yeish regarding this Gemara that we just read. But we'll get to it tomorrow, because tomorrow is one of the big Yeish Sugis and Shas, one of the big cases that's discussed. In the toast that's on the bottom of Amun Aleph tomorrow. But says the one minute. If I say that in that case, Shumus Amaisris is nothing because it's Hefker, but Vatanya, what about this case? Let's say I have money in my hand. To be honest, connect, and all of a sudden I see somebody coming about to rob me. So what do I say? This money is my Shoshani money. Right? All the fruit in my house is Mukhul on this. I cannot say that. But if I did say it, it works. So what do you mean? Why doesn't Shumus Amaisris work? And why does my Shoshani work? So, no, 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 the money case is where you really could save it. It's not totally lost. If you could save it, then why can't you do it in Lachachila if you could really save the money? You can only save it, you really, it's really going to get lost. Uh, skip the next line, the Bach takes it out. The hot Tanya, but one minute, doesn't the Bryce say, if a lady has Esther Chavio Shal Tevel, Tame, he has ten barrels of Tevel Tame, I see one of them got broken. Ocean is also was left open, and therefore it's Asr because a snake might have gotten into it. Omer, Harehi Chumas Meister, Altesha Chavoseha, it's Chumas Meister on the nine other barrels. Ubeshem and Loyasa came they have to coin, but not by oil, because Tame Tevel. Anything else is useless to the coin. What could a coin do with tummy grain? But shemen, there's a halacha that he's allowed to burn shemen. It's truma tamei of shemen he's allowed to use. So what do you see from that price? From that price, you see you're allowed to do it. There's no lachachila not to. So that's where Rabbi Yirmiya says, meaning there is dripping out very slowly. It's not really lost yet. And that's why you're allowed to do it there. Period. So Bishlama, let's do two more lines. Bishlama, Shadish Brachazia. Fine, if it's broken and it's going out very slowly, you can still use it for something. Ellen is Galsalamai Chazia. But what can you use revealed a liquid for? Right? You're worried that a, a, there was poison in there. And if it's good for sprinkling on the ground in order to make, it's like air freshener for a room. Vahatanya, you're not allowed to do that with my Megulim. Mayim Shadish Galahari Zilei Shafkalim Bishazrami. You can't throw it into Bishazrabim because you might have a cut on your foot, Rashi says, and you might get an infection. And you can't use it to um, so you, uh, knead cement with. And you can't pour it on the floor of your house. And you can't give it to your animal because then you might eat your animal, Rashi says, and you're going to die. Or Tosis just says your animal's going to die. It's Baltashkus. And you can't do it to your friend's, your friend's field. So, what kind of usage is it? And therefore, it'll, the Trumas Maisa will be chal on this, on this uh, wine. It's useless. So says, no. You could do the test of Reb Nechemia. You could put it through a strainer, and the strainer catches the poison. So therefore, it is useful. Okay, we'll have to stop here. We'll learn about that tomorrow, and we'll also talk about Maya Megulim a little bit. Maya Megulim, is it a halacha bismanazeh? The Shulchan says you don't have to worry about it. Who says you do have to worry about it today? And is Dvar Mishum Sakana, are they Batal Bashishim? Are they Batal Bashishim? The big sugya of fish and fish and meat fish and meat is also Mishra Pesachana the Gemara says so is fish batel is fish and meat batel right Worcester sauce the big city of Worcester sauce right is it, is it a tiny amount anyway good for this one